Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Memo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Not much, man. Good to have you on the show, man. Uh, uh, you know, we have. I wasn't able to do the show these, uh, you know, for a while because, you know, the last couple of shows I did, uh, you know, I was dealing with a throat problem. So, and uh, last week... Uh, you know, uh, I wasn't able to do that this week because I was out the whole week. So I apologize uh, to everybody, you know, who's listening to the show. I wasn't able to do it. So I've been gone for a minute, but, you know, I'm back. So I want to thank you guys for your support, as always. Uh, and I want to thank you for always being on the show as well, Mac. Thanks, sir. No problem. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, but with that, yeah, we got to get the house in order and talk about the stuff that we missed. So I'll give, uh, you know, we'll give, um, you know, our feedback about the Fastlane pay-per-view event that went down recently. Um, oh, yeah, it was actually this Sunday. Um, talk about what's going on with SmackDown and uh, the, the 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 number one contendership, you know, uh, between uh, uh, Randy Orton and... Uh, and uh, AJ Styles, that match went down. We'll, we'll get to that result. Uh, you know, talk a little bit about the state of uh, the NFL and uh, the Jets making some uh, tough choices, cutting people, and uh, the Giants. As a result, the, the Giants made a, a potential, you know, a big acquisition. You know, if, if uh, you know... Um, uh, if Marshall is motivated, which he seems to be, but we'll get into that as well. And, you know, we'll talk about everything that's going on in the world of sports. And uh, with that, and, and also, you know, give a little non-spoiler um, review of the, you know, Get Out film, you know. So we we'll touch on a bunch of different sport, uh, you know, topics. Because you know what we do on this sports, Mac. You know, we talk sports and entertainment and everything else. Yep, so, definitely. Um, so without further ado, you know, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about this Get Out film, man. Uh, man, what a film. I mean, I've, you know, I've heard, you know, before I even saw it that, uh, you know, this, you know, this movie, you know, it, you know, is a, is a great film. I mean, rave reviews everywhere. Even you, you know, you saw it the day before I did. You saw it on Saturday. I saw it on Sunday night. 
and my goodness, uh, I was not ready for it, man. It was as great as a movie. You know, I knew it was gonna be great, but this is this is like a, a all time great film right here. Which yeah, thoughts? man, it was a mind blowing film. I mean, I, don't don't spoil. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, mm-hmm. but. Um, going into the film, I you know I expected it to be a um, a comedy because when I saw the trailer for it, you know it looked like you know some type of parody of a horror movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, after watching it, you know it turned out scarier than I thought. Um, yeah, I mean it was a great movie. A lot of uh, a lot of twists and turns and un- unexpected things happened in the film. Uh, but the ending, man, it was just a uh, uh, the surprise twist at the end oh, yeah. um, that'll that'll leave you uh you know mind blown like I said but yeah it's a great film and uh, this is Jordan Peele's uh, debut film and um you know it's 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 brilliant and he he did a wonderful job uh directing it and uh, coming up with this idea man that if 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 we use a baseball analogy for his his directing debut. Man, uh, that's like that's like uh, in your first you're, you're in your first major league at bat, you hit a you hit a grand slam, you hit a grand slam on the first pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that that movie was like flawless, man. It was funny, it was scary, and uh, you know who? I, in my opinion, I mean there was a, such you know it was just a awesome cast, you know. The main character is Chris. You know he had a he has a girlfriend Rose. You know, obviously you know he went to visit his uh, his um, girlfriend's family, and then that's when all the mayhem starts. You know, and uh, yeah, it was just a just a, a amazing film. But you know who mm-hmm. I think you know who I think is the MVP of the movie? Who? Rod. Chris' best friend. I mean, that guy. He was like oh, yeah. funny. It was like he. It was like he was saying what people were thinking, which in, in the theaters. And, and, he, he was and depending, and depending what movie theater you went, you go to, like the one I went through. Not only you were thinking it, but people were saying it. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were really, people were, you know, really uh, interactive in the in the theater. You know. Oh yeah, especially black people. You know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could, yep. you know, I, I gotta admit, I was a little interactive too. I got into it. You know, I'm usually, you know, I'm I usually a spectator watching the movie, you know, movies, you know, especially in the theaters. But there's a few incidents, you know, I, you know, I said, you know, like, you know, leave stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, I try to get my composure. But you know, it was an awesome film. Oh yeah, no um, question. If I, if I had to rank this movie from zero to ten, I think ten would be under. It's really that great of a. Film. I thought it would be, to be honest with you, before I saw the movie, I thought it would be at an eight, but it really exceeded my expectations. You know, so definitely a much watch. Yeah, no doubt. But um, yeah, that's our take, man. Go see it. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, it was a great film. I, and I want to see it again. Yeah, uh, me too. I mean, that's one of the rare movies that I want to sing again. Mm-hmm, yep.
But uh, shifting gears, yeah, man, let's uh, dive into uh, football. And, uh, you know, the giant, the Jets, you know, they really clean house, you know. They got rid of uh, veterans like Nick Folk and uh, Nick Mangold, uh, you know, um, Darrell Revis, which was which was not a shocker because, you know, he was a shell of himself, you know, yeah. this past year, and uh, and even Brandon uh, Brandon Marshall, same thing too. But uh, you know, as a result of uh, the the Jets releasing him, the Giants, uh, you know, signed them. They signed them, and you know, the you know, Giants signed him to a two-year deal. And um, you know the the you know the 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 Giants are hoping that uh, Brandon uh, Brandon Marshall could uh, you know re- regain his uh, form from uh, you know last year with the Jets and you know even with the with the uh, with the Bears in the past. So, what's your thoughts on the acquisition? Oh yeah, I mean you know this. This is a great move for the Giants. I, I you know, I I almost can't believe the Giants were able to sign this guy and why Jets released him. I mean, yeah, he had a bad he 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 didn't have a Brandon Brandon Martian Brandon Marshall type year last year. But you look at um this his career, I mean, he's only had two seasons, well, I guess three seasons where he hasn't had a thousand yards. One being his rookie year, uh, second being his last um, last year with the Jets, and the third being his uh, last year with the Bears. But other than that, this guy, you know, he's a one thousand yard plus receiving guy, and he'll get you double digit touchdowns. You know, um, and pairing him with now with Odell Beckham, I think that's going to be a great duo. You know, it gives the Giants um, that big wide receiver that they need. Um, you know, they haven't had a talented um, big wide receiver since Plaxico Plaxico Burris. So I think uh, Brandon Marsh Brandon uh, Marshall, he's gonna give them the he's gonna give uh, the Giants that tall wide receiver they've been looking for. And uh, yeah, like I said, pairing him up with uh, Odell Beckham, I mean that's gonna be a great tandem. That's gonna give a lot of Defensive corner is a lot of trouble, and I'm excited, man. I can't wait to, for the season to start now because of the signing. Yeah, I don't blame you. The the Giants sent him two year, twelve million dollar contract, and he got a lot to prove. Uh, not to mention he gave a Porsche because uh, he lost a bet to uh, Antonio Brown. You know, mm-hmm. he'd have a better year, and uh, you know, as you we all know, that was a you know. Antonio Brown didn't have to worry about uh, uh, Brandon Marshall, you know, lo- you know, lo- uh, winning that bet mm-hmm. yeah. based on the season he had with the with the Jets. You know, he tried to be a a vocal leader and you know talk to the media, be a media darling. But you know, it's hard for you. It, you, you know, you can't be a a clubhouse leader when you're having a horrible season. You know. Well, you know, a lot of it wasn't his fault. You know, remember the Jets that the quarterback position was horrible last year. You know, oh, so that yeah. also played a big well, I was part. Get to that. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I was definitely gonna get to that too. And not to mention Eric Decker was uh, hurt too. Yeah. But yeah, as you uh, you mentioned, let's dive into it. And uh, the bigger the biggest problem the Jets have, or they've been having for a long time, was basically uh, the quarterback situation. All the guys that they want they were trying to go after were you know basically swooped up basically, and now uh, the options look like you know the best option right now looks like it's Cutler. Um, you know, obviously Romo's an option, but most likely he's going to sign with the Texans. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, RG Tree is 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 um, a free agent. Kaepernick is a free agent. Um, you know, there's a bunch of other guys, you know, who are you know who have talent, but they're right now on the downside of their careers. And uh, yeah, it's a you know, that just leads to a question. Should the Jets sign a veteran guy like Cutler, or should they just tank this season and try to get a top draft pick for next year and draft the star quarterback out of college again? Yeah, I mean, they might just have to sign, you know, one of these veteran quarterbacks. Like like you said, Cutler, you know, I mean, he's a, he's still a serviceable quarterback when he's healthy. Um you know, and he has he has something to prove if he signs with the Jets. You know, uh, can he, um, you know, can he uh, become that? Um, because I mean, when he's healthy, he's you know he's a good quarterback. He's not terrible. Yeah. You know, right. So I could see him uh, having a good season with the Jets if he does sign with them. Um, but you know, he is getting up there in age, and he does at times make a lot of mistakes. But oh yeah, you know. I think he could be also a mentor for uh, Geno Smith as well. Uh, well, it, that's if they resign him because uh, I think Geno, Geno Smith is a free agent. They still yeah. got Hackenberg and uh, um, I forgot who else. Who, the, the other person escapes me for the moment. Um, damn it. I forgot his, the other guy's name. But in any case, um, you know, the, the Jets are in turmoil. I mean... Do you think that they should go after Romo? I mean, Romo's off a down year, and he got, you know, he got uh, usurped by uh, Prescott, you know, with the Cowboys. Do you think they should take a chance on him? or? Um, I, I think they should, but I, I don't think it's going to happen because right now it's sounding like the, the Cowboys are not going to – they're probably not going to release Romo. Let, they're not going to let him go – they're not going to let him go that easy. They're probably going to yeah. trade him to either the Broncos or the Texans is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, that's a smart move. Yeah. If you have asset, you should, and you're not going to keep it. You might as well trade. Yeah. Trade, you know, get a, get a pick, you know, help the team out. Unlike yeah. uh, the Knicks did. The Knicks aren't, most likely aren't going to resign Rose. They're not going to resign Jennings, and then they just cut Jennings afterwards. Mhm. Yeah. So I mean, Cowboys would be smart to to hold on to him and and you know you know don't release him and trade him and get something from him. But um yeah yeah we'll definitely see you know what the 
you know, what the Jets are going to do. And, and of course, the Giants as well. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a shifting gears. Big off season. Absolutely. And then you got the, you know, the Knicks who are basically in the off season, even though, you know, they have what a month or two left to play, and uh, Knicks got their butt kicked uh, by the the Bucks more, most recently. Seem like lately the only team they could beat is the is the Magic right now. Yeah. But, but in any case, uh, you know, the Greek feet, you know, at a temple, whatever you pronounce the guy's name, you know, he beat, he beat the Knicks a few days ago. And uh, as we mentioned a few, like a minute or two ago, uh, you know, they weren't able to trade anybody. Derrick Rose is still with the team for right now. There's, you know, talks maybe they might sign them or hold on to him until draft night. And uh, since they'll have a few days with him left, they could trade trade that, that um, you know, trade the, you know, the rights to him, you know, just a few days before he becomes officially a free agent in the draft night. And that could be still be an asset because, uh, you know, Derek Rose said that, He's, uh, you know, his only concern is about winning. So, yeah. clearly he's, you know, the steal the Knicks, he ain't, ain't resigned him. And same thing with Brandon Jennings. You know, he, yeah, after the, the, the training deadline didn't happen, uh, you know, the Knicks uh, released him. He ended up signing with, I think, the Wizards. And uh, they um, signed a... Uh, uh, what's his name? Randall, you know who, who's who's been playing well mm-hmm. you know, yep. since acquisition. Um, and uh, as you know, in the trading deadline, the big new, the big deal, rumored deal with the Knicks surrounding Rose would have been uh, trading him for Rubio, which I mean, Rubio is a you know a talented young guy with the books uh, from Spain, but you know a great. Great passer, but uh, not a great three-point shooter. And uh, he would help. He would help the Knicks, you know, as a facilitator. But then again, um, you'd lose the explosiveness with a, a healthy Rose. Yeah. And an, and another and another bad thing is that he would be making what about what fifteen million dollars uh, each each uh, year. For the next two years each, so mm-hmm. that would definitely hamper the Knicks's, uh, you know, free agency for the next couple of years. But then again, with the Charles Oakley saga and the Knicks, uh, you know, with the exception of 2013, you know, been in the playoffs, you know, version of hell, you know, uh, they're not going to get any free agency you know, free agents. So, we'll see yeah. what happens with the Knicks. I mean, Knicks have a lot of work to do. And this season, you know, it's it turned – this season was we're, – we're optimistic with all these signings, Rose, Jennings, Noah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Knicks pretty much do what they did in the past, play no defense, yep. lose close games, 
you know, it's the same old story, and you know, and exactly. we're, we're we're just keep rebuilding every year, and you know, it seems like we're yeah. instead of moving forward, we're going backwards. Doesn't make any sense. You're you're abs- you're absolutely right, man. I mean, the sad thing is, is that we're not rebuilding. We should have been rebuilding a long time ago because we're 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 trying to win, and supposedly we're trying to win on paper. We're trying to win. But we don't have any. It doesn't matter how 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 many talented players we have on paper, they never do anything. And I'm pretty sure if you look back on every episode from now all the way back into 2009, with the exception of 2013, we're saying the same thing. You know, we're optimistic about the Knicks. You know, we think they have they have a good for the most part have a good roster or a gritty roster. Maybe they'll surprise, and you know they'll play at least they'll play defense, and you know get a you know worst case scenario get an eight spot, go to the playoffs. But in this, but then uh, once the, the season starts, same old Knicks. They don't they don't play any defense, they don't share the ball, and they just they just find new ways to lose. It's, yeah. I mean that's the only thing that they're good at. They're, I mean I'm I'm amazed at how they, how good they are at losing, finding ways to lose. I mean, Naismith must be like rolling his grave, seeing <laughs> the innovative ways that the Knicks find a way to lose. I mean, they really mastered the losing at the last second shot. I mean, they should just go into the Hall of Fame just by that alone. Yeah, man, it's the same old story with the Knicks. It never changes. You know, new faces, the same old story. I mean, it, it, it's a miracle that just a few years ago that they finally lost over sixty games in a season. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they just they just find new ways to lose. Yeah, it's the same old story. You know, it never changes with the Knicks. Yeah, we could spend the whole show talking about the Knicks, but. Ain't nothing changing. So yeah, let's move on. Uh, uh, the Mets uh, basically Cespedes, as you know, he he wants to win the the MVP. Um, which do you know how many Mets in the in the in the history have won have won the MVP as a Met? Uh, none. Correct. There has been, never been a Met. To win the MVP as a member of the New York Mets, so Cespedes is trying to be the first. And uh, Alderson said, uh, which is true, you know the you know the Yankees are the default team in New York, you know, with fan base wise, and you know, basically they're gonna he's gonna try to do with uh, with the Mets what he did with the A's during his tenure, you know, in the late 80s, you know, turn turn uh the bay area from giants giant fans to to uh to A's town and that's what he's trying to do with the Mets. You know, he got a little taste of the World Series a few years ago or you know, in 2015, but in a losing effort to the Royals. Now he's going to try to bring that title where it belongs back at the City Field. Um so we'll we'll see what happens, you know. 
you know, Wheeler pitched his first uh, spring training game, uh, I think, earlier today. Uh, first time in two years. And uh, Matt Harvey pitched as well. Um, but uh, the negative side of it is uh, Tebow, so far this experiment has been failing uh, bad, badly so far. You know, the guy hasn't played in a big, you know, in a, you know, he hasn't played baseball professionally in a while, you know, until he switched uh, to football, where, he, you know, most notably in college, you know, with the Gators, he, he brought them two national titles, and he had that good season with the, the, um, the Broncos uh, that year, you know, a few years ago. But, uh, you know, since then, you know, he's been trying to get back into football. And then he was, uh, you know, a broadcaster with college football, uh, with GMA. And now he's uh, pursuing his original love, you know, baseball. So, you know, good luck with him. You know, hopefully he can uh, turn his uh, – career around and and maybe one day he'll make a princess city feel but right now that looks like a pipe dream because oh, yeah. uh, he, he still hasn't have, had a hit yet I think he's like what 0 for 8 or so but um yeah in, in any case he's not, he wasn't going to make the club anyway because I mean he, he was he only played I think single A and he had he didn't uh he wasn't raking it over there either. Right. We'll see what happens with him. But um, yeah, let's let's move to WWE because there's a lot of lot of stuff that went down. Um, yeah, let's let's start with the WWE thing. Uh, with the um, with SmackDown, basically. There's a new number one contender, and of course that number one contender is Randy Orton. And if you're listening to the to this program, you're like, yeah, we already knew Randy Orton was the number one contender. Wait, there's more. As you know, there was a controversy because Randy Orton he he gave up his opportunity to face Bray Wyatt, and as a result. For the past couple of weeks, he put the WWE uh, SmackDown Live brand on, you know, in a tailspin because they had to look for a replacement. So for two weeks, two straight weeks at least, they had uh, Luke Harper and, uh, and AJ Styles battling out for the number one contendership because there was a false finish. And then, um, and the because they both felt they both, uh, you know, got eliminated in the, um, you know, the, the over-the-top battle royale, which I I clearly saw, uh, AJ Styles fell first, if you look carefully, and then they had a one-on-one matchup, which AJ Styles won fair and square. It, he, as a matter of fact, he beat him twice after Shane restarted the match, and then Randy Orton, uh you know, had the epic, uh, you know, uh, promo where he burned down uh, Bray Wyatt's house and, uh, and uh, you know, admits that he, you know, he's going to still be the number one contender. He was never fooled and he, you know, he was never his slave, you know. 
And to me, my point is, is that, yeah, it was a cool moment, but they really wasted, like, weeks of programming. And, you know, obviously this is fake, but if this was a real, if wrestling was a real sport, you would have to feel bad for AJ Styles because he, 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 you know, Randy Orton gave up the opportunity. Yeah. And AJ Styles won the opportunity fair and square, even though he's a villain. And then Randy Orton gets the opportunity again. And now he, he doesn't have that title shot opportunity. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was messed up. I thought AJ deserved it, you know, but I see that, you know, I see WWE, they want to make a, you know, they, they want to have Randy Orton, <laughs> that Randy Orton and Bray, Bray Wyatt feud. Um, I mean, it makes sense, you know, having them clash against each other, especially since, you know, they're supposed to be, um, you know, in the same, um, in the same, um, Family. what do you call it? Um, faction. Older. Yeah, in the same faction. So. Faction, family. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, and, yeah. and I like it that way because I want to see Randy Orton, you know, become independent again. I'm tired of seeing him um, be a sec- second fiddle to Bray Wyatt, you know? Yeah, and I, I mean, I, and I agree with you. The 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 perfect, you know, rivalry and build to WrestleMania was to have those two guys battle each other. But, yeah. but, in the, but with Randy Orton turning him down at first and then them searching for a number one contender for like the past two weeks, it was wasted. They literally wasted two, two months, two weeks of, of programming looking for a number one contender when they don't even have a number one contender. So what they should have did was, since he got screwed out of the opportunity, AJ Styles should get a, a future number one contendership. Since yeah. it's not his fault that he lost the the title shot, or they could have made it a triple threat. That's you true. Know? So that was the only thing I had a problem with the whole the whole um, Randy Orton giving up his opportunity, then taking it back, and then, you know, because, you know, obviously this is fake, but, you know, when you're watching, st- when you're watching like, fictional stuff, whether it's wrestling or a TV show or a movie, you know, with superheroes or stuff like that, you, you suspend your belief. Mm-hmm. You know what you're watching isn't real, but, you know, when you get, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're watching Star Wars, you know, you know they're acting, but you want to believe that they have the force. If you're watching a Superman movie, you want to believe that the actor is really Superman. He can fly. Right, yeah. So you, you suspend your belief. So to maintain some type of realism, even though, you know, obviously wrestling is scripted, it doesn't make any sense for AJ Styles to be screwed out of a title shot that he earned fair and square. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, and, they, they know, probably should have did a, a result, triple threat. Not, you know? Yeah. Thinking and, it's uh, WrestleMania, result, do you want to really see a triple threat at WrestleMania? Uh, I think they've done it way too much. They could have just made AJ Styles fight him. You could have a future title shot opportunity. I mean, I'm sure he'll get a, he'll get one eventually anyway. Somewhere down the line, but yeah, you know, it's just it, it it's just illogical how they did that whole storyline. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, I get what they, you're saying. They should, yeah. But in any case, you know, um, he's gonna he's gonna most likely fight Shane McMahon. As a result, you know, which I mean, I think it's a waste of a pay per view event. They could have did this at SmackDown. Nothing against Shane, you know. Shane, you know, he, you know, he was, a, you know, always like a, you know, like when he was a good guy, you know, uh, underdog guy who, you know, who um who's a high flyer. But when he's a villain, you know, he's like a pesky, you know, wussy type of uh, heel that attack, you know, do sneak attacks on you. You know, he, you know, he he paid his dues, you know, in the yeah. Attitude Era. Um, but just like I felt about the Undertaker match, you know, yeah, he had that awesome uh, spot when he jumped off the top of the the Hell in the Cell, which I legitimately was afraid of him that he afraid that he was gonna kill himself. You know, <laughs> unlike the, the Attitude Era, you know, used to be like, yeah, jump, man, oh, you know, you want to see that moment, but it's like, you know, you kind of, you know, you you know you it's, you're growing up, you know, it's like you're like. You know, accidents can happen, you know. Yeah, and he's so, older. Yeah, and plus he's older, too. So yeah. that's another thing. But, I mean, to me, they wasted a, a WrestleMania event. They could have had Sting fight Undertaker there. Well, they should have had Undertaker fight Sting instead of Triple H. Yeah. You know, uh, that WrestleMania, what was that, WrestleMania 31? But, you know, that's another story for another time. But um, yeah, it is what it is. And oh yeah, and the John Cena, John Cena, uh, Brie Bella, they're gonna team up against Miz and Maris. Man, I didn't care about this feud before, but they're the shoes that the shoe promos that they're doing, like they're really going in. I mean, now my interest, now I have some interest in this match now. Yeah, it's uh, they've actually heated up this rivalry now between the two sides. I'm looking forward to it. You know, looking forward yeah. to it. I mean, uh, this whole Maris against Bell, um, Bree, um, Cena, Miz. Yeah, uh, you know, it's turned out to be an exciting rivalry. Yeah, I really didn't care about this match before, but uh, and yeah, he even admitted that he'd rather fight Undertaker, which most likely will be his last match, and. Uh, Undertaker, he he surprised everybody on Raw, and uh, attacked. Um, he um he attacked Strowman, and then he uh, what was I gonna say? He um he choke slammed Roman Reigns, uh, which basically is fit, makes it official that he's gonna face Roman Reigns uh, at WrestleMania, which could be his you know last match ever. Yeah, which which, which I don't sad. agree I mean, with. Yeah, I, I, nobody nobody wants to see. You know, yeah, nobody wants to see this match. I mean, yeah, WWE messed up, man. They could have had the Sting Undertaker match already, man. They had that chance, but they blew it. They really blew it, man. Now they have matches that nobody want to see. At the pay per view event going down. Alright, let's let's uh let's recap uh the 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 uh matches that that went down. 
uh, at the pay-per-view event. Um, let's see. Rich Swan, def- Rich Swan and Tazar defeated Brian Kendrick and Noam, Noam Dar. Um, that was expected. Samoa Joe defeated Sami Zayn. I, I didn't see that match. I'm going to have to watch that because I missed the um, the first half of uh, the Fastlane pay-per-view event because I was watching the Get Out movie. So I missed that. I heard that was a that was an awesome match. I got to check that out. Uh, Gallows and Anderson defeated Enzo Amore and Big Kaz. Um, but your haters? Uh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> a couple of haters. <laughs> A couple of haters. We're going to say <laughs> Sasha Banks defeated Nia Jax. I mean, that was expected. Cesaro defeated Jinder Mahal. Apparently, that match was a quote unquote last second match that came out of nowhere, even though this whole thing was scripted. Mm-hmm. Big Show defeated Rusev. That was a surprise. There's rumors that uh, Rusev is getting has heat backstage, which resulted in that. They're making him into a jobber um, now, Rusev. Exactly, because apparently he has heat. Um, Neville defeated uh, gentleman Jack Gallagher. Oh, I I would I say Gallagher Gallagher because that's the way how you pronounce it. But apparently WWE wants to pronounce it Gallagher for for whatever reason because the H is usually silent. But uh, mm-hmm. that it is what it is. Apples and oranges, I guess. Tomato, mm-hmm. tomato. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I heard that match was a good, good one, too. I didn't see that. And what's up with, with Gallagher, or Gallagher, as WWE calls him, um, with his headbutts? That's that's like a concussion waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I guess um, a lot of times he doesn't wanna... make contact, you know, but it's like a can lot be of, dangerous. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated Braun Strowman. No surprise there. Uh, um, did I even watch that match? I don't think so. I think I just missed that match. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I came in for the the Raw Women's Championship match towards the end of it. And here's the shocker. Right here. That's the surprise of the night. Bailey defeated Charlotte Flair. Yeah, uh, that, Charlotte almost never loses at a pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was outside interference by Dana Brooke and. And Sasha Banks, of course, but yeah, they separate. Kudos to WWE. They made her lose her undefeated streak and foiled her chances of being a five-time champion. And her her her, her um, I almost said postseason. Her um pay-per-view streak ended just before WrestleMania. I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. So this this makes Bailey's uh uh you know. Win at the the last pay per view event. Or was it? No, actually, it was on Raw. I should say, the 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 win at Raw it makes it legitimate because I thought for sure she was going to do. She was she was on bar time. So good thing. Kudos for WWE. They they let her hold on to the title. I still think they should let her win it at WrestleMania. It would have made it a more epic thing because she would have been the the last. She would have been the only four woman four horsewoman to not win, you know, not to win the title. And it would have been huger had she won at WrestleMania. She would have been, you know, she's a fan favorite, uh, you know, just similar to AJ Lee, you know, mm-hmm. a few years ago. She grew up, uh, you know, a wrestling fan. They have photos of her, you know, being a super fan. And she got to live out her dream. 
So it would have been more epic had she won it at WrestleMania. But, you know, nevertheless, she has a chance to defend the title. Uh, So we'll see what happens uh, against uh, Shasha Banks and uh, Charlotte. So that should be an interesting match. And then, of course, you got the Goldberg versus Kevin Owen match, which we all knew Goldberg was going to win. But, you know, to be honest with you, I'm kind of PO'd. I wanted Goldberg to win. But twenty two seconds, come on. This this is proving that he can't he can't he can't do a ma- he can't do it a, a long match. He can't even do a short match. Come on. The 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 gold the Brock Lesnar match it, it had a shock value. You know, he defeated Brock he defeated uh you know, Brock Lesnar in, in less than two minutes, women in like thirty thirty something seconds. I can't remember. It was like eighty nine seconds or so. That was a shocker. Him, him defeating um, Kevin Owens, I mean, they just botched it. Kevin Owens, you know, he just kept going in and out of the ring, wasting like five, ten minutes, and the matches even count. And as soon as he comes inside the ring and it rings the bell, they play Jericho's music. We all knew Jericho was going to come out, but we thought Jericho was going to come out after the match was like ten minutes long or so, ten, twenty minutes long. Jericho would have came at the end of the match, you know, in theater distracted him, and then they would have happened. But they just sped up everything on a Super Saiyan level. Mm-hmm. The match, <laughs> Jericho came as soon as the match started. Yeah. And then he, you know, he got distracted, Spear, by Goldberg, and then the jackhammer, one, two, three, 22 seconds. I mean, that, that really PO'd me, man. I mean, this was a title match, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Had had they not, that that's two matches. That's two super, super terrible, two super squash matches. I mean, we know Goldberg is known for squash matches, and you know, had one of the two matches his his two matches not been a squash match, you know, like it would have you know went longer. You know, it would have been okay to have a, a shocking thing, but both of his matches are combined. Combined, it's 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 less than two minutes. Two minutes, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that's that's a joke. I didn't get that's that. That's a joke for real. You know what I'm I saying? I didn't get that at the all. Lesner, him defeating Brock Lesnar in in one minute thirty something seconds, I was cool with it because it was like it was a shocking moment. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, would I have preferred him to have a classic match with Brock Lesnar? Of course, because that's what I thought. I thought it was. I thought he was gonna have an epic match with, with with Goldberg. I mean, not Goldberg, but uh, Brock Lesnar that day. But the the him beating him in such a quick fashion was a it was a, a historic moment. In the past, this time twenty two minutes, and then they were lolly. They had Kevin Owens lose the title and lolly gagging, getting out of the ring. He spent more time outside the ring than he did inside the ring. The mat, the whole entire match. Yeah, it was a waste of a match. It was a waste of a match. That was that was a joke. That made that made the Rock versus Eric Rowan match, uh, Iron Man match, WrestleMania twelve. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that yeah. match, and this match, believe it or not, lasted longer than 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 the Rock six second match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with Eric Rowan. You're right. My goodness, man. That's what. They, WWE really dropped the ball on this one. And that's why they're Boyne Goldberg now. 
because they botched it. Yeah, it was they a, botched it. They really I, I botched guess it. They should. Maybe you know. Maybe Goldberg doesn't. Uh, maybe he's not in good enough shape to wrestle a full match. You know. Then he can't. Then he can't be the champion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand he's a part-time guy. You know. I understand that. You know that. And he's gonna lose the title to Brock Lesnar. Hopefully that match will be a, a ten. To, uh, no, you know what? At least be a twenty-minute match because that's the that, that's the WrestleMania. This is the title. My goodness. I agree with you. Shoot, this point it doesn't make any sense. Twenty-two second championship match. The shoot. Now, now you see why the now you see why the um why the um Bob Backlund Kevin Nash match from like back in the days wasn't wasn't televised it was on live live event when when he beat him like six <laughs> seconds for the title. <laughs> at least at least that one had more of an element of surprise. He Bob Backlund wasn't going in and out of the ring to my mm. knowledge. I mean, I wasn't there, but from the footage, you know, you know um. What's his name? Uh, Kevin Nash kicked, you know, or Diesel at the time, kicked him and hit the, the you know, the, the, the you know, the power bomb, yeah, the Jackknife yeah. power bomb. This one is just a joke, man. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I mean, well, Kevin Owens, who's been like, uh, uh, this is he's a champion that you, you know, you're supposed to take seriously, and then he gets defeated like that. I mean, exactly. It's just, it's just disappointing to watch. It ruined, it ruined the whole buildup he had. You know, turning serious. Had they did that, they might as well just let him, let him be. The, you know, do the goofy comedy stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. he was doing with Jericho. But you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm interested to see what what Kevin Owens is gonna do. He's gonna have the feud with Jericho, drinking in man. You know that for the United States title, I think that's gonna be a great match for sure. But probably most likely be the best match of the night. Yeah, that, that probably will be. That's the number one matches. I, the number one match I really care about, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm with you. That's a that's a match that I'm looking forward to the most out of all the other matches. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought Undertaker WrestleMania match? I mean, you people haven't not cared about Undertaker WrestleMania match since uh, probably before Let's the Attitude Era. You know what I'm saying? Like probably him against Hercules. Or Something. You know, <laughs> or something. My goodness. Before you know, WrestleMania uh, eighteen. WrestleMania eighteen is like when people started caring, worrying about the street. You know, when he, I think that's when he defeated Undertaker. Not Undertaker. He defeated uh, Ric Flair. And after mm-hmm. he defeated Ric Flair, he 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 like showed all ten of his fingers to show that he's ten and zero. Before that, people didn't pay attention to it. Right. That he was undefeated. That's when they started marketing his undefeated streak. But um, yeah. But in any case, uh, congratulations to uh, DDP. He, he did go into the Hall of Fame, as I, uh, you know, uh, predicted on on the last show a few weeks ago. Uh, he's going in with Kurt Angle, uh, Rick, Ricky. Uh, uh, I should say Rick Rude. He finally uh, he he finally went in. They announced that this week, Rock and Roll Express is going in, Beth Phoenix is going in. So this is, and of course Teddy uh, Teddy Long is going in as well. So this is an awesome class right here. 
You said Rav Shin Rakud, right? Yeah, Rav Shin Rakud is the newest uh, inductee. They they just announced it uh, this this week on Raw. Yep. That he's going in. And DDP is going in as well. So this is an awesome class. I don't know if they're going to have one more. Maybe a celebrity. Maybe, who knows, maybe maybe Cindy Lauper might go in or... Yeah, I can't think of another celebrity that that could go in. I haven't heard any rumors of any celebrity. Yeah, I think the class right now, it's a pretty good class, you know. Yeah, I don't know if she would finally go in at DDP. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's great to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is going to be an awesome class. Uh, I think that's about it. I think I covered everything. Anything you'd like to say? Uh, well, don't. just have a good night and uh, come back, check out the show next uh, Saturday night. That's right. You heard the guy. Thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out Sports Urban Legend. I'm William Ramon. He's Macaulay Matthew. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.